few minutes that I have left, um, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to the Old Testament book of Hosea, to the to Old Testament book of Hosea. One of the biggest things that we find in this book is the brokenness that God is feeling for his family or for Israel. He sees the condition and the state that these people are in. And he's trying to send them a message because God had been so faithful to them and had reached out to them not once, not twice, but numerous times. And how he felt betrayed, how he felt used, how he felt taken advantage of, if, if that could be. But look at Hosea chapter 1. It says, The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, son of Berith, during the reign of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, king of Judah, and Jehoam, and, Je and Je Jehoaz, king of Israel. When the Lord first spoke to Hosea, he said to him, Go and marry a woman of promiscuity, and have children of promiscuity, for the land is committed blatant acts of promiscuity by abandoning the Lord. I want us to see, even in this passage of Scripture, but even in our world today, we need to face it and realize that adultery is a plague in our country. Preachers don't get any thrill in the sense of preaching on that, but adultery is a plague in our country. It has broken homes. It has destroyed love between families. We hear stories of couples who have, married, who have been married for decades and loved ones, and in one moment of adultery, it seems to dissolve that marriage, and the family unit is torn apart by an ugly divorce. Children's lives are shattered, and their trust in this adulterous parent is damaged. As we come to the book of Hosea, we find that God compares idolatry against him to a wife committing adultery. We know in this world today what adultery does in relationships. But we also need to see what it does and how God compares this idolatry against him to a wife committing adultery against her husband. And so we find some things here in the book of Hosea that I want us to see this morning. One of the things that we see there in verse 2, it says, When the Lord first spoke to Hosea, he said to him, Go and marry a woman of promiscuity. Those of you that have the King James, it says hoardedom. In other words, the worst possible situation broken. You see, what God was trying to show the people of Israel that day, he was trying to reveal to them the hardened hearts that they had developed. He told Hosea to go marry a woman of whoredom, as the King James Version says. Basically, also, this woman worshipped idols. What God was saying to the people, you have hardened your hearts to me. You have started worshiping other gods rather than me. 
And you can imagine God looking down upon his people that he had blessed and, saw, and, and looked and, and he saw what was happening to them. Worshiping other gods. Their hearts become hardened. As he thought about that and as the people worshiped these false gods, these actions angered God. Even in our world today, as God looks down upon this world, looks, let's just say, looks down upon America. Are we guilty of the promiscuity? Are we guilty of not being faithful to the Lord? Have we committed the same sins? Have we hardened our hearts to our Lord Jesus Christ? We have allowed the world to dictate the pace and the direction that we're going. Last Sunday, under the tent, we talked about Daniel and, and his three friends and how they were brought into a foreign country, and, and, and they were given opportunities, but they stayed true to what they believed in God. Our nation, has it changed? Yes. Not all of it for the best. But we must see, as individuals of this nation, are we going to be a nation for God, or are we just going to continue to allow our hearts to be hardened? It amazes me every day when I see churches and some of the stance, stances they make, like we're not going to preach about sin anymore. We're not going to preach about the devil anymore. Basically, churches are becoming a place where we want to make you feel good. But, you know, is that what our world needs today? We need to look, even as God directed Hosea to, to marry this woman, God was seeing how the rights, the, the belief in God and how it had been broken today. Have we allowed our hearts to become hardened? Have we allowed ourselves to come into a place where, where God is, is not first in our lives? But, you know, as you read through this first chapter, we, we find several things that Hosea, yes, he did find a wife, and her name was Gomer, and, and, and she bore a son, and his name was Jezreel, and God used that to, to put punishment upon the house of Jehu and, and announced, you know, these things against him, and God revealed the sin of Israel. God today, I believe, is trying to reveal to us what is taking place in our world? We see today broken relationships. Broken relationships with husband and wives. We see broken relationships with God himself. We say, God, I, I, I know you're there, but I'm just so busy that, that I'll get back to you later. We need to be careful today that we are allowing ourselves to put other things before God. We need to be one who allows God to work in our life. But the nation of Israel was becoming divided. I've even had people say, Preacher, it just seems it's harder and harder to be a Christian today. It seems like the job of the church is harder and harder. And it almost seems like it would be just be like we just need to give up and go with the world. 
But that's not what this world needs. This world needs a light. And that light is Jesus Christ. And we have been called to be that light. We have been called to, to be that light in this community. We need to realize that there are still people in this community who do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You know, we mentioned a moment ago about those 80 churches. Some of you would even have a hard time. Do you think you could find those 80 churches? But you know, there are people, and not that it's us, but there are people that, well, let's just say they don't attend church. And if you asked them where a church was, they probably wouldn't know. They probably wouldn't know where a church is. And with 80 of them, you'd think they could find one. But a lot of times, sometimes when I meet new people and, and I, I said, uh, uh, do you know where First Baptist is? It's interesting to see their answer or hear the answer, I should say. Do you know where First Baptist Well, no. You know, not everybody knows where this church is at. Now, I know you do because we live here, right? Or it feels like that some weeks. But people need to hear the gospel. They need, we don't necessarily need 80 churches, but we need churches who are proclaiming the Bible and God's holy word. And we need that in our society, and we need that here in LaBelle. You know, as Hosea and Gomer had children, it is interesting to, to, to look at some of the names, especially the girls. When they had the second child, the Hebrew name given to the second child basically means no mercy. And the third child, the Hebrew name basically means not my people. God was using even the children, using that as a message to the people of that day. He said, guys, the mercy of the Lord is here, but there is no mercy for you because of what you are doing. And, and, and here, the third child, the Hebrew name, not my people. You see, because the people of Israel were so deeply entrenched in idolatry, and they had abandoned their worship of God. We are seeing that today where people are abandoning, abandoning the worship of God. They are worshiping other idols. And so we need to see the importance of being faithful to God. As we look at Hosea, if you look at uh, verse 10 and 11 of chapter 1, it says, Yet the number of the Israelites will be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or counted. And in the place where they were told, You are my people, they will be called sons of the living God. And the Judeans and the Israelites will be gathered together. They will be appointed for themselves a single ruler and go up from the land from the day of Jezreel will be great. One ruler. Jesus Christ, this morning and the time that we have and we have been talking about witnessing and sharing our faith, I have shared with you some how even in our little community, people are moving in to our community. They're buying homes in our community. I wonder if we went into that area 
And we asked them, do you know where First Baptist is? If they would even have a clue. But more important, it's not us. The main question is, do they know Jesus Christ? And this morning, we need to see that even in our own little community, people are buying homes, people are moving in. And we need to see and be the light. Not that we're the best. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we need to be a witness in the, our community that Jesus Christ lives. And that not only does he live, but that he is here for us today and for us. You see, God wanted to just give Israel so much but he saw what was taking place and how they were putting other things in front of him. And oh, how that hurt his heart. This morning, maybe just where we need to ask ourselves that question, what are we putting before God? What are we putting? Is it an idol? Is it something we worship? Is it, is it something that we do? Rather than God, God needs to be at the center of our life through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, may we see that the children of Israel were at a period in their lives where they were allowing the world to influence them and their hearts became hardened. Lord, we pray that we would realize the same pressures today, how this world is striving to harden our hearts and put other things in place of us. Lord, I just ask that you would guide us this morning. And Lord, if you, Lord, if you would just continue to show us, and Lord, that we'd be opened in our hearts to move and to share the gospel. We thank you in your son's name. Amen.